but storytelling is how I grew my, my personal brand, my, my shoe business. Um, and it's like a, a lot of people aren't able to, they don't build brands because they just do so many different things. And mm-hmm. it's like people don't even know, like, what can I come to you for? Can I come to you for hip hop, R&B, reggae, like Afrobeats? Like, what, yeah. what can I come to you for? So you never really get to build that community, mm-hmm. that strong community of people. Yes. And you really never get to find your, like, your um, target audience. That, yes. that, that. Welcome to Keys to the Culture podcast. It's your hostess with the Moses, Maisha, and I am here to celebrate Black creators and innovators who shape the culture around us and give relevance to the creator economy one post at a time. In other words, we are rooting for everybody Black. So, what is the creator economy? The creator economy is the economy. It is when we give highlight to those who are creating businesses, brands, all from the creator economy, whether they are videographers, they are content creators, et cetera, et cetera. So those viral videos that they are creating are bringing in the money. So why are you not making your money? But here at Keys of the Culture, we like to give some shine to people who are doing amazing things for the culture. And one person who is a culture change maker is Miss Diddy. Miss Diddy has been doing things for over 10 years in the city of Los Angeles and abroad for brands, marketing, has created a way for women to give light to black businesses, black brands, and she has partnered with Ciroc, Diddy, Nike, et cetera, et cetera. So we want to give her a shout out today to Miss Diddy. And just like Miss Diddy, we have a man today who is a brand consultant, who is a coach, a serial entrepreneur. He owns his own shoe brand called LFLS, like father, like son. And I want to welcome him today with a big welcome, Dr. Dapper. What did it do? They got the claps uh, hey. lined up in the back. <laughs> Edit that in. Right, we already starting off. So Dr. Dapper, I'm so happy you are here today. I feel like I've seen this man everywhere in L.A., I don't know about y'all, but I be in the streets, out in the streets, but not in that way. <laughs> in the streets, more but in the streets, <laughs> in the industry. So I know a lot of people in different lights and different industries, but I've seen this man a little bit of everywhere. So mm-hmm. when I want to start with this question: When did you know that black creativity is the culture? Shoot, oh my goodness! What's that video? When when did you know that you um? Well, it was it's a video. It's funny, but I don't. Let me answer the question. I'm getting off track already. It's Go ahead. Um, when did I knew you know, black creativity was the culture? I mean, when I see the influence that it has, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think when I look at different um, cultures, I see a lot of um, splashes and sprinkles of like black ideas yes. and concepts and ways of living and ways of talking and ways of dancing and just you know living life. So I think I realized that pretty early because yeah. if you if you're very aware and just conscious about your surroundings, mm-hmm. you can kind of like notice that dang, a lot of this. A lot of this shit is it's really coming from stuff that we're kind of originating, yeah. So it's 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 really dope. <clears throat> That's it's just like how people say uh, when I have a lot of concepts and stuff when mm-hmm. it comes to like shoes and events and all these other things. Yeah. And a lot of people start to like copy that. Absolutely. Like to, to the creator, it's like it feels like, damn, y'all really like disrespecting me, bro. Mm-hmm. But then it's always that perspective, like, oh, that's the that's a, a level of respect, or Absolutely. it's like you should be honored because these people copy you. It's kind of like it's like ah, to an extent, I get that, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's what I, I feel like we the blueprint though. I feel like a lot of things that I do, I see it, it mimicked a lot mm-hmm. on social media, and I don't have like a huge following yet. 
And what I notice is a lot of people, they'll see it and they'll just be like, let me just borrow this for a second. Mm -hmm. But as black people and the creator economy in general and different parts of the creator economy, it's a lot of non-black people that take our recipe and they profit off of it. Mm -hmm. So from your perspective, how can black people start to take ownership of our own content? You know, I mean, I want to I want to talk about that from a different perspective too. Mm-hmm. Like when you said when you said a lot of <clears throat> like we'll say white people, whoever takes mm-hmm. from black people, and I've always been the person that looks from a different perspective. Like, yeah. what are black people doing to black people that's holding us back? Mm-hmm. So I tend I tend to, I tend to think a lot of mm-hmm. um, people that do similar things to what I do because right now I'm heavy in the you said the shoes I'm heavy yes. in events. Like I, I'm just really like all in on the outlet, and that's what that's my main thing right now. So I see a lot of there's a there's a lack of creativity within the community too. Yes. You know, so I think if we're gonna be mad at somebody else for jacking our swag, yes. it's like, yo, stop jacking your brother's swag. Mm-hmm. Like what's your lane? What are you doing? What are mm-hmm. you what are you like creating? And I think there's a lack of creativity and a lot of motherfuckers like, oh I'm a creative, I'm a creative, but they just right. copy and pasting. It's yeah. like you're really not creating. So we can mm-hmm. talk about it from that perspective, but then also on the flip side, yeah. when you to own your creativity is mm-hmm. intellectual property. It's like, Absolutely. do I have an LLC? You know, do I have a trademark? Now, now we really do I have talking. EIN? Do I have a business bank Come account? On. Can I can I actually go back and show proof that I've actually been using this thing or this is the I'm the originator of this Absolutely. thing? So it's like, how can I? I have this idea, but I haven't built built a house around it. Yes. So I'm leaving it open for any whether anybody to to mm-hmm. damage it or take it and use it. Yeah. So you we really have to, you know, not be afraid to put it out there. But when you put it out there, you got to know how to put it out there right. Yes. It's like, yo, you just throwing shit out there in the air, like just letting it catch the wind. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's gonna go wherever it wanna go. And somebody gonna catch exactly. it in the wind and be like, oh, this is dope. Right. So yeah, build 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 a house around it. And if you don't know how to build a house the right way, that's where a lot of creatives lack because they don't have mm-hmm. the business side of things. So I'm one yes. of the few that, you know, I'm a creative individual, but I have that business like absolutely. mindset behind it. So that's my approach oh, yeah. to it. Oh, absolutely. I agree hundred percent. What I've noticed too. Just in, in that way that you explain it, a lot of people don't know how to start a business properly mm-hmm. and to have it as a legal entity. They don't understand that that whole world of what that is. And what's really interesting, during the pandemic, you did launch a lot of different <coughs> resources for entrepreneurs as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. through your coaching and consulting services. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your branding services that you provide in marketing. See, I don't even do that no more. That's for special see, people. See, That's just see, for people. See, That's just see. for like special people. Like if you know, you know. And then you like tap in, you like, hey. Or either really it, it became a thing where if I'm sitting down with you, mm-hmm. I give game just off top. Yeah. Because that's just I feel move I feel like I'm a vessel. Like it, and I, I feel moved to just pour into people. Like I yeah. really I really enjoy doing that. So because I don't have to do that to make money anymore, I could mm-hmm. do it to make money, but I don't have to. So if anybody needs help or needs assistance and I'm just sitting there with you breaking bread with you that's yeah. another level that's another way that I'm really pouring into you and adding value and giving you a different perspective Absolutely. on like how you can approach what you're trying to do and then more more more, more time than not that relationship and you're going to remember how I made you feel and the value mm-hmm. I gave you versus like the dollars that I dropped on a meal Absolutely. that I paid for for you so so I'm, I'm really big I feel like that's that's a tool that I get to use now is like my my knowledge and my experience mm-hmm. and i'm able to share that with other people but the services i mean you can tap in if you want to and book something you know yeah. I, I always keep that link loaded you know what i'm saying <laughs> we'll play with that <laughs> exactly but you have so much experience because we've watched you from at least i have from the time that i've seen you online i've watched you grow as your personal brand and also mm-hmm. with the many different brands that you have so let's talk about 
like father, like son, your mm-hmm. shoes, LFLS, mm-hmm. and how that started. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's the people that know me for that, they really like been with me for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, so um, that started in college. And I, I'm yeah. going back before college, I grew up in church. Yeah. Uh, my stepdad was a pastor, my mom was a first lady, so oh, wow. my mom always like kept me dressed up nice. I played the drums in church, mm-hmm. so that's like, those are my roots. So because my mom kind of like, introduced me and just brought me into the world mm-hmm. like when I popped out that motherfucker I was in like a little bow tie I'm like, oh, wow, this is, this is crazy dog. like I'm already like a little deacon I'm already <laughs> somebody called me a dean the other day right. oh my God. I was like yeah I'm already him look at him he's, right. he's dope he's already so that just it's things that you know that just stuck with me over time mm-hmm. and then my, my style has just evolved into this very dapper classic you know um situation and, I, and that's mm-hmm. just that's that's kind of like how i found my lane within my personal brand and yes. what kind of business I was going to start because every business that I start, it, it aligns with my lifestyle. So yes. therefore, I never have to force any business that I start because this, there's a problem and I find a way to, uh, to connect it to my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the shoes came about because I was majoring in fashion and I knew I was going to do something in fashion. I knew it was going to be suits or ties or socks or shoes, whatever. Yeah. And uh, the shoes came about because of an article I read. And mm-hmm. my mom, she was like, uh, just wait until you get out of college, get a job, blah, blah, mm-hmm. this and that. And I just, you know, being me, I went against the grain. And I just started researching it, sketching, and uh, found some factories. And then she kind of ended up helping me with some credit yeah. cards and got my first samples. And then she passed away like mm-hmm. a month before I graduated, graduated college. Mm-hmm. So she never got to see me sell a pair. But <clears throat> the shoes will always be you know, like a passion project for me. I thought it was yeah. going to be my main thing, mm-hmm. but um, but that's where the pivot comes in too, like being yes. willing to pivot to, um, to you know, scale. Uh, but yeah, that, that's how it started. Started in college, started it back in 2015. Yeah. And, um, and without the shoes, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sitting right here because I wouldn't right. be in LA, you know? Yeah, because I seen your shoes <laughs> very early on. I was like, oh, I love those shoes because I'm a big fan of like Oxfords mm-hmm. and I love a good pair of shoes, especially men. I love a man to dress up. You can tell a lot about a person, their yes. shoes. Everywhere I go, I'm dropping my head, looking at shoes. Come like, on. what they got on? You do. Everywhere I go, I have peeped everybody's <laughs> shoes in here. I'm like, what, what they got on? Right. Because <laughs> they, they can tell a lot about how they, how they, yeah. care, what, how they care about themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, their, their style, their aesthetic, sometimes their personality, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and, and what they might like. Because, you mm-hmm. know, me, I wear, I like nice things. Because I never had nice things mm-hmm. um so I'm, I'm gonna experience some some nice stuff but but the classic the classy nice yeah. thing so yeah shoes are shoes are everything yeah so how was your transition to la because you um, come from arkansas yeah i went from the country i That's went from, the, country. from nothing <laughs> let's talk about it you want to know about that i'll tell you about that right listen there. baby don't, you don't, don't, don't even do it to me don't do it to me i'll do it the, the rest <laughs> is the rest of this damn interview i'll do it right now don't i'll tell you what <laughs> All right, so coming to LA from Arkansas. You know what? <laughs> no, no, coming from coming from um, Arkansas to LA was it, I was like I was worried. You know how you worried yeah. about like taking a leap and you know you want to like grow, but you're like, dang, it's gonna be expensive. It's gonna be all these challenges. But I met um, MJ Harris on social media, and yes. he yeah, so that he he's the reason why I was I took that leap because mm-hmm. he was like, why had you moved to LA? And I was like, oh, it's expensive. You know, I got food stamps mm-hmm. back in Arkansas. I'm chilling my rent cheap. I got connections and he kind of like just took all that and like whatever like those are that's bullshit excuses mm-hmm. for like why you won't like move somewhere where you can thrive right. so he was like come out here and see what a move would look like and you can you can crash in my crib mm-hmm. and he showed me around and um it was between here atlanta and dallas wow. and you know I, I, dallas was too close to home too many people that you know come from arkansas yeah. go to dallas and then atlanta you know might not be a popular opinion but i don't like it it's, mm. it's, 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 it's too like 
grungy and I, you know LA, between Atlanta and LA, I was like I can I feel like if I build wealth in LA, it's normal and I feel I can go somewhere and be safe. Absolutely. In Atlanta, I felt like I couldn't be safe nowhere. Oh it's my like, god, <laughs> these niggas in Buckhead, they in Buckhead like with the scammers. Now I'm like wow, they just take it over. Let me just like Listen, <laughs> I can't do I love it. Y'all. So <laughs> no no nothing against Atlanta. Atlanta's dope for black excellence and a lot of Absolutely. you know I, I love I also love diversity. Um, yes. I, I'm really big on diversity, you know, and I'm I've never started a brand and been black this or the black Amazon or the mm-hmm. black. I don't do that because you know I don't I don't you don't have to because we, we brands will put us in advertisement and marketing and, and we'll and we'll think it's we'll go shop there because we see ourselves. Mm-hmm. They don't have to put like hey it's for you it's for Absolutely. black people. But if you show black people you show black excellence people will feel comfortable going there. They'll mm-hmm. be like oh this is for me this looks like it's for me and, yes. and it doesn't have to say. Black this. It, it doesn't have to push other people away or ex- exclude other people. It's just Absolutely. this is it, it exudes like just black excellence, and it's like that's going to attract them. Mm-hmm. But Atlanta, Atlanta was just rough, dog. It was it was gloomy. It was it was too grungy. It was too. I don't even want to say the it's words on this. Y'all. I like in LA was just very. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could wake up and be energized. I love the creativity. Mm-hmm. I love the weather. I love the beach. I loved yeah. um, the people were always hustling. I loved the, you know, the, I'm not too far from anything that I might mm-hmm. need access to. 20 minutes, Whether, whether it's film, whether it's the music industry, whether mm-hmm. it's nightlife, whether it's uh, food, whether it's fashion, it was just all here. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is like dope to be able to go to a place and um, just have access to so many things. Mm-hmm. So it was a very fruitful place in my opinion yeah and you know what is really interesting when people come to LA some people say they lose themselves a lot of LA. people lose themselves yeah I know so why too how can you <laughs> lose yourself in LA because I come from LA I'm, I'm born and raised Long Beach oh, look at you um, come on, east side so I'm from Long Beach <laughs> from the east side Long Beach and in Long Beach is we just right here adjacent to everything we're uh-huh. in Los Angeles County but Everything is within 20, 30 minutes from you here. And I've seen all parts of L.A., but when people come here from different states, they always say, you know, some people, they're losing themselves. They don't Mm -hmm. know who they are. Where does that come from? Is that kind of like just trying to fit into the culture or try to live up to this Hollywood kind of image that comes along with that? I think what I've come come down to is like just two things. It's either you know yourself or you don't know yourself. Mm -hmm. On the side of you knowing yourself, you you come to a place like LA and you and you're worried about people judging you for who you are. Yeah. So people never lean into like who they know they really are. So mm-hmm. therefore they're kind of like suppressing their natural being, and then they end yeah. up just turning into somebody that they're really not because mm-hmm. they were worried that people would judge them. And then on the flip side, there's the person that do, that comes here doesn't know themselves. They're not grounded. They're not focused. Yeah. And that person is just open to be pulled into whichever direction. Mm-hmm. So whenever they come here. If they if they end up with the wrong crowd or the wrong group, the wrong influence, the wrong environment, mm-hmm. they're gonna end up going in a direction that's not you know beneficial for them, and, mm-hmm. and that's because they're not rooted and grounded in knowing like who they are, and then actually like being that person when they step outside. Because whenever you actually are the person that you truly yeah. are, then you attract who's supposed to be like in your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. So it's it's not it's not rocket science, but it it becomes that when people become people pleasers. And, and really don't, and they want to be like super extra and be like, yeah, they feel like they have to do so much to be seen yes. <clears throat> in Hollywood because there's so many fucking people here. Yeah. And there's so many people trying to do the same thing that you're trying mm-hmm. to do. Like everybody doing a podcast. Yes. So people think, oh, I have to be like this and this and that. Right. I got I got to put on this facade and be this like character. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you don't. You're going to be yourself. You be yourself. 
the day I realized people would pay me just to be me, that's when I started making the most money. I'm Come like, on. Yeah, y'all tripping. Y'all that's got me. Y'all got this. All the game all fucked up. Like you yeah. really got to tap into like self. Being yourself. Self is source, and that and that source has a lot of wealth. So mm-hmm. that and I created an environment where I could thrive and I felt comfortable because yes. I didn't like Hollywood when I came here. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started doing the upscale events because I didn't yes. I didn't see somebody catering to that market and I didn't see somebody doing something that I was like, I would go to that yeah. and I could put on the suit and go to that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely. Um, yeah, the same for me too. Like I literally, I was incorporated. Hey, it's your girl Maisha from Keys to the Culture Podcast. Are you a creative building a brand and want to take your business to the next level? Then listen up because I got some exciting news for you. One of the fastest ways to reach your target audience is to promote on Keys to the Culture Podcast. Why? Because we have some of the biggest names in the game from musicians to CEOs to creatives and bosses of all kind. So this is your chance to tap into our audience to grow your business to the next level. We work with small businesses as well as newbies in the game. So don't worry if you're just starting out, we got you covered. Are you ready to promote on Keys to Culture Podcast? Well, click the link in the bio to promote today. Yeah, same for me too. Like I literally, I was in corporate America for over 16 years. 16. 16 hard years. And for me, just being myself as well has opened so many different doors of opportunity for me and so many endless possibilities just being my my own personality. Because I love to laugh. I love to be loud when I'm comfortable around people Mm -hmm. because I'm an extroverted introvert. So I like, yes. Ambervert. That part. That one. So I like, (laughs) (laughs) so I like to, you know, when I'm comfortable, be myself and be Uh all of me without putting on a facade. And I think people do get lost in that. And that Mm -hmm. too influences how people move in LA when it comes to social gatherings. Yeah. Now talking about the outlet LA. Mm-hmm. Now That's this right is a there. big bar. That's it. You changed the game with the outlet LA because a lot of people put on events. It ain't the same. Mm-mm. The crowd's not the same. Cause Mm-mm. I always say my best brunch spots are always in the South. Like mm-hmm. Houston, <laughs> Dallas, Atlanta, whatever. But in LA brunch was not brunching. So Let's yeah. talk about the Outlet LA and all that you have going on with that. Yeah, the Outlet, that's my um, upscale events creation company. So what yeah. I'm what I'm going to do with that is build into a global nightlife and hospitality group. I love and, it. And um, the thing, it was, it's so many different layers to it because mm-hmm. one layer was I don't like how Hollywood is structured and how the long lines, the smoking the weed, the, mm-hmm. the twerking, the ratchetness, the the sagging, the, the st- holding up the wall, nobody's yeah. dancing, and there's like all the hip-hop and rap and no R&B and and like no mature, right. real, like valuable people yeah. in this space. Everybody's just trying to look like they cool, but they go back to the crib where they got five niggas living in the same room and they got air mattresses See? and shit. So it's like, it's it's so fake. Yeah, air mattresses and shit, you know? <laughs> With the fashion over on when they step out, but it's like, they go back to the crib. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of, fake shit in LA. Even, mm-hmm. the, even the shows people see on TV, it's like they don't even know that they're okay, clap on three. One, two, three. Let's clap, clap, clap. Right. It's so, it's, LA's so fake. So I wanted to create a space where it was true family, it's authentic, mm-hmm. it's genuine. You step in, you can feel like you're at a family reunion. You never met the person you're next to. Yeah. I didn't like the bottle service, like all that. Yeah. Because it's like just showy and separate division for people. Mm-hmm. Like you're better than me. It's like you're really not because y'all, all 10 of y'all niggas just put 100 in on the right. bottle. And it's like, yo, chill out, relax. Like, Come on now. <laughs> let's be on the same Everybody level. on the tab. You know, they got 10 <laughs> cards laying on the table. Like, yes. you want me to split this, this 10 cards? Right. It's like, yeah, cool, do it. But um, no, 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 hate, no shade, no, no, no. no shade on them. You know that's what you want to do, and I feel like I just wanted to create a space that was more for that mature person that 
the ages out of Hollywood. And they're like, dang, yeah. where do I go to have like a really good time, hear R&B, see live music, you know, really connect with good people and dress mm. up. Where, where can I go dress up? Yeah. And, and it's like, there's, there's not a lot of places in LA where you can go to dress up that's created, curated for you, yeah. where you feel safe, and going even further, that's owned by you. So it's like, yes. I, st- I got tired of seeing promoters being gatekeepers at a white man's spot. Come like, on. Why you, why you holding me out of the spot? Because mm-hmm. you think you all like yep. him, and you not him. You just like working at Delilah's or a classic cat. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So I wanted to give people access mm-hmm. to spaces we you know previously didn't have access to. So I'll go negotiate the deal, curate mm-hmm. the entire event, and, and bring my people in. And ain't yeah. no gatekeeper, you know? So we I all in that. here just vibing, regardless of if you work at Walmart, Target, or if you mm-hmm. own a fucking million dollar company. Mm-hmm. We all like in the same space, on the same level. And we have the same expectations of how Realize. we stepping into this space. So that's just the grazing the surface of the outlet. Because the outlet has so many different yeah. things like under it, too, that yeah, I'm moving into. You do. It's, it's, it's really not to be stupid. Like people, I let people copy off of the events, and I'm like, all right, you weren't doing grown and sexy before. Right. That wasn't a thing before the outlet right, came. Right, right. So it's a lot of things that weren't a thing before the outlet came. And my next moves, um, people just can't do them. They just can't do it. Like, it's impossible for them to do it. It's possible. They're not even mentally capable of, of thinking scale yeah, that far. They're yeah. not even capable of taking that much risk. Because as a promoter, these niggas just say, pull up to the club, get a bottle, I got the girls. All right, cool. They're that not part. thinking, like, business. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I connected a business approach to the event curation mm-hmm. um, side of things, the nightlife hospitality. And, and yeah, there's a lot of shit that's in the works. A whole lot. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on. It's a brunch. The brunches be brunching, too. Brunch lit. Add a, add a clip right there. Throw it in. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the brunch be lit. Yeah, it's it's great. But the brunch is also very stressful, cause it's it people. Really? Yeah, cause cause you can when when you're working with a a higher caliber of black person, sometimes mm-hmm. very very it doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes there's a different level of entitlement that I mm. don't that I don't appreciate. Because you can have an MS yes. card. Who gives a fuck? Like I don't care Nobody about your MS card. Like I'm not I'm not about to treat you different. Because you you have this and you feel like oh I paid this amount for the for the for the event I deserve this like no you don't like don't come back then oh. so so it's a level of like getting to the point where if it's for you it's for you and if it's not I can't please everybody yeah. and if it's just two people out of a thousand people I don't care right peace go find somebody else hello I don't need that energy here that part that everybody's not your audience yeah. Yeah, That's what people don't understand too when it comes to branding and marketing. Yeah. Everybody is not your core audience. <laughs> Speak on that. So let's talk about branding and marketing and let's get into depth in this because a lot of people don't understand how to actually build a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes before you start to market it because you can't just throw mm-hmm. stuff out there and it's going to stick to the wall. Mm-hmm. You have to build a brand. And let's talk about the importance of building a brand first. The importance of building a brand to me is like it gives you a sense of direction, you know, yeah. and it also gives people that come to your page. Let's talk about personal brands, for, for example. Mm-hmm. If I come to your page, I need to know exactly what I what my options are here. Like yeah. what what am I coming for? What's mm-hmm. your thing? What's your niche? What's your lane? What's your expertise? What's your story? Like yes. what, what what why do I why do I need yeah. to be here? Story why do I need to invest in it? story? Storytelling yeah. is like one of the main things that help me just grow my previous businesses. It's yeah. not, not that, a little bit, now I'm bringing it back in a little bit with the outlet, yeah. but, but storytelling is how I grew my, my personal brand, my, my shoe business. Um, and it's like, a, a lot of people aren't able to, they don't build brands because they just do so many different things. And mm-hmm. it's like, people don't even know, like, what can I come to you for? Can I come to you for hip hop, R&B, 
reggae, like Afrobeats, like what, yeah. what can I come to you for? So you never really get to build that community, mm-hmm. that strong community of people. Yes. And you really never get to find your like your um target audience. That yes. that that person that you know that's between this your age. Your avatar. Yeah, your avatar. You never mm-hmm. get to find your avatar because you never built a brand and, and you just doing shit. You like you said, throwing shit at the wall. Yeah, I be seeing that a lot on social media and um, you know, during the pandemic everybody was doing a little bit of something. It was everybody yeah. had, you know, a, a clothing line, somebody had they were coaches, consultants. Then next thing I know, they're selling real estate. Wait, what? What are you Yo, selling to me? Be confused as hell. I'm you like, confusing me. They confuse themselves. They just e- exactly. Like, they wake up looking in the mirror, lost as fuck. Like, what am I to do? Today? Exactly. Like, we gonna work on today. You know what? It's not. It's not expertise. There's no expertise. People mm-hmm. are not really studying their craft to become whatever they choose to be. So mm-hmm. if you really want to thrive in the marketing space, you need to study that. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you got to go get a degree. But I, what I'm saying is you need to be an expert in that area. Yeah. Where's How can you show me your work? Do you have a portfolio? We can go a little further than that. So do you understand who your target audience is, what you mentioned before, who you are, who you serve, what mm-hmm. do you believe in? Building those core pillars of your brand is really important. And when it comes to social media, now how do we convey that to our audience? I always say package, present, promote. And yes. those are my life. Because I, I, I had six P's when I was doing stuff. I was like, uh, passion, purpose, product, package, present, promote. Mm-hmm. So you take the passion uh, and, and t- turn it into a product, and then mm-hmm. you, add, you add like a purpose to it. Yeah. Passion, purpose, product. Uh, and then you package, present, and promote it. So that's when the social media, the websites, the, the um, just content and, yeah. you know, the packaging of the product, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. comes into play. So I think on social media, you, you have so many different ways to, you know, express who you are, tell your story, and things yeah. of that nature. And I think... You know, we were in, we've, we've been in a space of, like, video content being, like, yes. a, such a big thing. And, you know, I think if you're not on social media, not creating reels, not, you know, going live, because engaging with your community is super important. You know, ask them, like, yeah. what do they want? What do they need? Yes. You know, because we don't have to shoot in the dark anymore. We have, you know, the Internet where we can just, like, post some shit. And yeah. it can just be there and it can just live there. And, yeah, so on social media, I think it's really important to understand how to, like, package, present, and promote and and then understand your aesthetic. Like, you know, you don't want it to be like walking into a, a, cl- a clustered house. You yes. want to be, when I come Ooh, to your I page, I don't want to be like, okay, well, how do I find what I'm here looking for? Yeah. Same way for walking to your house. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even want to be here, dog. Like, cause there's yep. so much shit everywhere. So I look yes. at I look at Instagram pages or TikTok, whatever, as similar to like uh, a a house. Yeah. You gotta really make sure your house is in order and yes, clean and that. aesthetic, um, and everything is in place. So. I think just on a on a simple, like yeah, you know, that that that's what matters to me for sure. Yeah, what is the value that you <laughs> give to somebody that's coming to your page? That should like, be at the top of the page. That that's should a, be like, at the top, top of the page. Top top. Like, I, t- yes. I tell people all the time, change that bold text from from your name because it's kind of like redundant to me. It should mm-hmm. be like what what can what I get do? from your page? Like what are you what do you do? Are oh, you yeah. an investor? Are you a coach? Are you a podcaster? Like what can I expect exactly. right there in that search bar? And then beyond that. You go to the bio, which should be structured, you know, aesthetically, beautiful, like mm-hmm. clean, boom, boom, boom. Yes. Straight to the point, call to action at the bottom, link in the bio. Like, you got to have it just straight to the point. And even the bio should have your page's topics. Like, what are, what are, mm-hmm. what are you doing on your page? Are you going to tell me about lifestyle, fashion, and beauty? Like, what are you telling yeah. me about? So I can pick, oh, I'm here for beauty. And then you can scroll down even more, find the beauty highlight, get a mm-hmm. glimpse of what it might be. You can scroll down even more. You can go to the reels and have, you know, collections where, okay, this is a beauty collection. This mm-hmm. is the content that I'm here for. So I think all of those things 
uh, really matter on a yeah. social media standpoint for sure. Letting people know what you what you about. Yeah, I agree 100%. <laughs> um, your profile is basically a brief introduction to your resume. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. This is what I do. And this is where you can find it. Yep. That should literally be like your three points. Just as he noted, he gave you a whole explanation. Y'all better take notes. This is, not, <laughs> this is not no, you know, just throwing it against the wall. This is some real details that people lack when it comes to social media. Because we all mm -hmm. on social media. But mm -hmm. how are you using your time on social media? Because, look, Instagram's so, so savvy now. They'll send you a message. Is this conversation condu conductive to your business? Uh. I've gotten that so many times. <laughs> So my friends who be sending me crazy messages, sometimes I don't answer y'all because I'm busy. Uh -huh. But like if you Instagram knows, people are coming on here for business purposes. Mm -hmm. People are coming here for value. So we're going to push that out into the algorithm. And then those people who are interested, we're going to make sure they are looking at your video. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to social media, the algorithm has changed quite a bit. I'm going to change like you change draws. They're going to change it tomorrow. Man, <laughs> Got something else for you. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Got to keep them guess on the Guess what? Toes. You're no longer making money, but guess what? You know, it's just a lot Let's of Let's talk stuff. about that because that's, that's a big thing. It's two big things. Let's talk the about The verification it. and the making money on social media. Sure. I don't like the verification because somebody got fucking... 800 followers and they following 3,000 people. Like, why you Come even need on. a verification? You don't even look like you need to be verified. You're just throwing okay, out $15 a month. On that, Have your perspective. Because the person that looks like they are supposed to be verified, cool. Yes. You're probably getting paid just copy to you. You probably you got a follow. You got an audience. You got a community. Like, cool. Go for that. But Absolutely. the person that literally just be on there looking at goofy shit, why are you paying them $15? Now you're paying them to use the platform. You're wasting because, money. Like, what you doing? And then... Yeah. On the flip side, too, the, the being paid for reals. Don't rely on somebody else's business to, to, to feed you because if they can feed you, they can starve you. So, therefore, how can I take this community I've built, take it off of this platform, create a landing page, create an email list, create a text community, create a website, create, create a I'm fucking <clears throat> a, a Kajabi, anything where I can yes. have people signed up to my shit so I can have direct contact with them. And then also... If Instagram not gonna pay me, some brand wanna pay me. So how do I get actual true brand deals mm -hmm. versus relying on Instagram to pay me a couple hundred for every however many views yep. on this reel? It ain't even no money. Niggas, niggas mad about it. ain't no money. <laughs> yeah, they take it, they taking it back. But it's like that's you just like getting your, your tax refund. That's, that's your money. <laughs> yes, that's your money. Oh my god. Okay, so this is my perspective on it too. I think social media, specifically Instagram, should have verified people from jump. So mm -hmm. people who are already public figures, people who are business owners should have been verified from the beginning. Because mm -hmm. I don't have a million followers yet, but I have had at least five pages take my pictures and pretend to be me. I mm -hmm. know you got a lot. Yeah, I get one all the time. All the time. Too much. So I think that should have been number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, the same thing you said. They ain't paying you enough. If they decide mm -hmm. they want to shut down today, how are you going to get in contact with your audience? Now, y a lot of y'all don't have websites. <laughs> get your websites together. Get a landing page together. At least there has to be multiple touch points with your audience so that you can continue to grow your audience. Because if I have just Instagram and they say, you know what? We don't no longer want to do this. This is banned in the U.S. Mm -hmm. TikTok. <laughs> this is banned in the U.S. And you no longer have access to those people that's following you. You uh -huh. have no other means of making your money. No one talks about you. Come here, come here. Yes, you. Have you been struggling to stay consistent with your content? 
We've all been there. You told yourself you was gonna post about a year ago, but you have yet to post today. But don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing the Ultimate Content Calendar Blueprint. It is a guide that will show you how to stay consistent with your content for the next 30 days and beyond. It's filled with tips, tools, and ideas to help you take your content to the next level. And guess what? It's completely free. So don't wait because it's gonna go out fast. So make sure you download the Content Calendar Blueprint today. Talks about email lists. Come on, email Yo, marketing. Yo, listen, emails, man, my email list is so fat. No, Come on now. No, it, it, it's, and, it, and it's, it's all natural. It ain't no injections. Come on. <laughs> it's super fat. Come on, organic. <laughs> we like organic. Oh, but no, it's, it's yeah. so, and that goes to the point of like people not actually building true businesses, not building a house around their brand. It's like you, so many influencers have millions of followers, but they don't even have an EPK or a brand deck or, or like you said, a website. You yes. paying $15 for the verification. Pay that $15 for, for Flowdesk and set up a landing page. Catch some email. You know, put the $15 a month into an ad. You know, whatever it might be. It don't, it don't matter. Like, just really, it, it, it's like our priorities are, are fucked up. Yeah. It's like, I want to go out and connect with somebody on social media and let them see I'm verified. And now their whole view on me is different. But you're not following up with no value behind mm -hmm. that verification. Mm -hmm. There's no value behind that verification. That's lit. We're going to keep that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers be verified all the time. And they got no value. Like, what Come you doing? On, just so, because. Just to look cute. Everybody want to look look cute. That's yeah. what that's we're in a, we're in an era of looking cute. Like it, yes. does my social media look right? Does my picture look right? Does this angle look right? Let me edit this. Let me get a verification. Yes. Let me let me go out and look like I'm somebody, but I'm really not. Let me park down the street because my shit beat up. Come but let on. me walk down and get on the red carpet and be cute. It's like dog, we live in such a, a fake time right now, and, and and it's like that's why people don't build true wealth because they're worried about the the wrong shit. Like, you yeah. want to look cute. Like you you want a you want a bag but you ain't got a bag inside the bag. It's like, come on, what we doing? What we doing, y'all? What we doing? See, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about because I, that that right there, that's some gems. Look, I didn't experience a lot of guys to try to take me out, okay? And you know, they they act like they live in a certain way. And then when you see them, you know, they rent the car because I used to Not work. Not they rent the car. <laughs> I used to work for a rental company. I ain't going to say the name because you ain't paid me. But um. I used to work for a really big rental company. I had the number one sales team, to be exact. And a lot of y'all favorite rappers, a lot of y'all favorite entertainers used to come to me to get their cars. Mm -hmm. So when I see them flexing on Instagram, I'm like, oh, that's the car. I rented to them. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? But all in all, with that being said, when it comes to social media, it's a place where you can nurture your business, mm -hmm. but it's not your entire business. Look yeah. at it as a way to get people to come to buy from you, generating leads and converting them to customers. Don't look at social media as just a place to look cute, like he said. Now, we yeah. like to take cute pictures and well, videos. I, I, lo I love, I love nice content. Love nice content. But you got you to gotta really be about that in person. Like, a lot of people sense. don't follow up with that in person. Like that's not yeah, you. That's, that's not true. even you, dog. Like you, 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 this outgoing, well dressed ass, funny person on social media. But mm -hmm. you get in person, you in the wall in the corner somewhere. <laughs> it's like you, like you in timeout. Like what we doing, dog? Like what? Do something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come in and show that little dance you be doing. <laughs> right. Come on. Take <laughs> time. Don't be doing shit, man. <laughs> right. All for the gram. See, Can't do nothing in person. <laughs> Listen, y'all, listen. Yeah, I, I see all of it. I done been a little bit everywhere, yeah. and man, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's so much shit. Hollywood is, it's different. L.A. is a different vibe. You got to know exactly who you are when you get here. If you don't, you're going to get lost. Mm. So make sure you know who you are from the get-go. And, and if get you, your if money you, and stay out the way, too. Get your money and stay out the way. Stay out the That's way. why I stay to myself.
people do not know my business like that. I done work with a little bit of everybody, but you will never know it because I don't even post that on social media. That's why I had to drive 40 Look. minutes for this podcast. You out the way. Come on. No. <laughs> one time we was at some kind of event i don't know what I it was and i see him in beverly hills he was like maisha why don't you post like what you do on there i was like i don't want to <laughs> i'm out the way like, I'm, I'm just chilling y'all i just be in my own world talk about that that's beautiful yeah. because i don't even have to post on my personal page anymore i don't have to i just yeah. choose to post a little bit so talk about yes. that like on the back end like how business can be done off of social media like taking shit Absolutely. offline i don't think people know how to take stuff offline i don't think people do i think because we're looking for validation and mm-hmm. we're looking for titles and we're looking for status a lot of times mm-hmm. we want to be seen as someone important so a lot of times people oh i'm this i'm that i gotta yeah. tell my title i don't have to tell you when i'm executive i don't have to tell you all the things that i've done because it's for me yes come on snap it's for me. It's still Women's History Month, ain't it? It is. Ain't that something? There we go. <laughs> so for me, like when it comes to like my personal business, a lot of times I don't share it because I've experienced a lot of people who had negative things to say about me and, and mm-hmm. negative attacks, like in mm-hmm. different ways. I've had people say things about me, try to destroy my image and my, you know. Come on. Talk you, about you that. You want to talk about talk that? Talk about that because, you know, they the less you show, the, the less they have to come out. To, you the know, they can't destroy they it. Have. They come can't really destroy it if they don't know about destroy- it. Come on. Say it again. They can't destroy it if they don't know about it. Come on now. So a lot of things that I keep to myself because that's between me and, you know, the Lord up above. But a lot of people, when it comes to social media, I've had people who try to destroy my name, mm-hmm. how to attack my character, try to turn people against me in a lot of different ways. So I had to take a step back, not in fear of what somebody going to say, because when the right time pop up, the right time going to pop up when I drop what I need to drop on social media. But for right now, when I'm working, I don't need y'all to know that. Mm-hmm. And some things are just for me. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm out, I go to a lot of events. I've been in different rooms that you wouldn't even imagine. But I never even posted. Cause it's cause you're doing it for you. That's like that, that's that's a big thing too. Like why are you building wealth? Why are you chasing mm-hmm. the bag? Why are you starting this business? And you really, I was watching a, um, an interview with uh, or listening to an interview with Master mm-hmm. P, and he was talking about they were talking about like man he still goes so hard. He's made hundreds of million dollars. And he was like because I don't do yeah. it for the money. Like I really do it for something yeah. bigger than like what's your true purpose? That's what I say. Passion and purpose. And he really don't. What's your purpose? You know. Yeah. So you got you got to really be doing this shit for another reason. If it's just <clears throat> the money mm-hmm. and materialistic, you, you're going to, you're going to lose it and you're going to lose yourself. And it, it just don't, it don't stick, man. Like the more money yeah. I have, the more I get, I have to give. I, I'm yeah. excited to give. I'm, ex- I'm excited Absolutely. to invest. I'm excited to, you know, set myself up for when I have kids to be like, yo, we mm-hmm. good. Like what you want to do? Like how you want to, how you want to do it? And, and so I think we really have to find a, a, yeah. a deeper purpose and that's what's going to allow you to get through those tough moments and then also allow you to be in a space where you aren't posting for outside validation because yes. you're doing it for you like yeah and, and it's not done until you you did so every day I'm, I'm working because like I still got breath in my body so I'm, I'm still living Absolutely. in my purpose so yeah it's lit. bigger than me and then that, that's how I look at things things are bigger than me and, and just like you I like to reach out and help other people too because there's a lot of people that I know you know a lot of women. I have a huge circle of women who are in the entrepreneur space, and I try to be of help as any way I can. I can connect you with somebody. Hey, you need help with this, and we just 
feed off each other. What mm-hmm. do you need? Let's help each other. Because of, sometimes you need that. You need that circle of trust of people that you can depend on and can pour back into you as much as you pour into mm-hmm. them. And that's important when it comes to the entrepreneur journey. It can be very tough. It can be very lonely. And, you know, dating is Let's talk about that. Shit, dating let's talk, motherfucker, let's bro. talk Let about you. dating. Man, and it's specifically crazy. dating in L.A. That shit crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> dating? Dating? Dating. dating. <laughs> yeah, dating is... Is, is it is, dating? Is, Are we just talking, y'all? You know, I think people. I think a lot of people want sponsors, not relationships. A lot Let's of women. Talk about that. Well, I think a lot of women want sponsors and not relationships because mm. they, there's no, they want a lot of people. A lot of women want traditional treatment, but and but uh, modern day benefits. And it's like Ooh. I don't know if you can have both. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole different topic. I'm about to do a podcast about that, and I'm about mm-hmm. to do a live interview about that because I don't, I don't agree with the, the the mindset of my money is my money and your money is our money when it comes mm. to women doing that. I don't, I don't agree with it. So that makes dating harder because women. And it makes it hard for the women that do deserve a man to like cater to her and, and yeah. care for her because a lot of women are coming out the gate saying you're supposed to pay for all my shit. Yeah. You're, you're enti- I'm, I'm entitled to that because mm-hmm. I have this. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like you're not. Like, what you, what else you bringing? <laughs> like, you're not entitled to this bread. Like, we gonna go get this tea if you ain't on shit. You're not going to cast away Isabel. None of that. Like, <laughs> hang that shit up. <laughs> I ain't worried. I ain't, it ain't even about the money. It's just oh it's my about. God. The reason you're here, like, are you here for me or are you here for what I got? Mm. And I feel like it's hard for men from that standpoint because a woman yeah. can make a man feel like she's here for him, but she's here for the bag. And she, she going to get it and quit it. You know what? <laughs> See? <laughs> out. Okay. Well, there's some different perspectives here. I think when it comes to young, let's be real. If a man is in his 20s, he ain't going to be a millionaire already. I mean, there's I don't a know. Small, there's a small percentage yeah, small, small. of men at that at that age group that are multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. So if you're looking for a man to take care of you in that capacity at that age group, I don't expect it because at my age, I don't see a lot of men who have the bag. I see a little older dudes that they got their life together, but... People in the 20s and 30s don't expect them to right off the gate be multimillionaires. Also, when it comes to relationships, I think it's it's a number of things. I think people don't know how to function in healthy relationships. Mm. We see things on TV, men and women, and we try to model our dating style to yeah. what you see on TV. You see, <clears throat> now all these reality shows have come out over the last 20 plus years now. And because of these reality shows, it's, it's given us an unrealistic view of what it's like to date, to be married. You see these divorces left and right. Mm-hmm. And it's not real. And I think a lot of us, we just look at that and say, oh, this is relationship goals. Yeah. And then, God forbid, this person is beating her up every night. <laughs> God forbid beat. this woman got huh. three Domestic boyfriends violence. Domestic <laughs> violence. Domestic violence? Let's, look, <laughs> look, we ain't playing that domestic violence stuff. But what I'm saying is it's a lot of things that are unseen when it comes to relationships. And Mm -hmm. we like to just model the outside of what's happening, what we see on TV. And I think that's hurting us more than benefiting us in a lot of ways. A lot of shit hurting us. But there's good men and women out there, too. I'm a damn good man. And I know I am. And it's like, and I'm a good woman. and, and, And it's like I had to stop putting myself in environments where people because of their perspective on yeah. what a good man is they yes. they downplay how great I am so the women that are really close in my life they mm-hmm. understand like wow you're like that you you're a good dude like yeah this, this is dope so 
Um, I think when men when men step into a space where they realize that they're this is also their like temple and then they're also like a, a prize and they're also mm-hmm. bringing it to the table. I think we we're not we're not allowed to view ourselves in that way because it's mm-hmm. viewed as very like a feminine thing. Like oh you know mm-hmm. women like I'm the prize. This is my temple. You gotta protect yeah. it. You can't be in here and this and that. The same for a dude. Like you can't Absolutely. if I'm I'm giving my energy. I'm giving my like just my resources, my time, like just so much stuff, and and it's like we we aren't typically able to place ourselves on that pedestal and be like, yo, I'm yeah. I'm I'm a catch too. Like, what are you talking Absolutely. about? Like, not just because you got that don't mean you got to know your value. Uh, yeah, you got you really got to know your value, and you really got to stand on that shit. But the cat and you is can't powerful. Be <clears throat> the oh. cat, no, no, for sure, like for <laughs> sure. Don't 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 get don't get don't get shit twisted. Nick. Don't get shit twisted. Yeah, we we love that, but it's like it's also right. from a space of I'm in a space now where I'm not <clears throat> I'm not replacing uh, my desire for true int- intimacy and love with meaningless mm. sex. So Ooh. so the cat can be valuable, but it's more than that. Yes. It's like am I just am I just is it is it making me just go chase it? I'm just chasing it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just and I'm replacing what I really I feel empty after I'm done chasing it. Mm-hmm. It's like so I can't just chase the cat. Yeah. So the cat is valuable. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's there. Absolutely. It's there. It's, it's very much so appreciated. Mm-hmm. But what is like substance? What what else is there? Because oh. I can even go inside there <laughs> with your cat and, and then come out with your baggage. Not my cat, but no, like, <laughs> your cat. <laughs> and come out and come out with baggage and trauma and, yeah, and all no, these all these things. Real. And and yeah. I, I I used to just be like, man, whatever, but and like soul ties and all this, I used to be like, whatever, but then I started to realize y'all real I really feel empty after mm. I just have some meaningless shit. I don't even want to hold you, I don't even want to touch you, I don't even want to talk to you. Like get out. And I got tired of that. Wow. I got tired of that. It's not it, it don't do it for me no more. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's what she, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you he said you just, said that one up. I had to go ahead and hit that one. Well, you know what? <laughs> but anyways, like on some deep, a deeper level too. I think it's important. It's okay. important to build relationships up with a, a great foundation, and that's where I like to begin mm-hmm. when I'm entering a dating situation. Yeah. It got to be a foundation there. We got to be friends. I gotta like you before I, I can love. Talk you. about that. A lot of people don't like the people they with. Yeah, they, I mean, they don't like them. Like you don't really like this person. Yeah. You just with this this person for like the sex or what they got, mm. whatever. It might, but you don't like that person as a human. Yeah, as an individual. That happens yeah, a lot. A, I don't understand that either. Because, you know, they complain with the, to their friends or they, they going off on each other. And, you know, it's just too much. It becomes too much in a relationship. And I'm not liking you. I, if I'm coming to your house or we live together and I, I come home and I don't feel happy or joy mm-hmm. to see you, then what's the point of that? I need to build a foundation where we like each other. That when I see you, I'm smiling. I'm, I'm hugging you. Mm-hmm. I'm kissing you. And I know the honeymoon stage, we always talk about that, but when you have a foundation in your relationship, I have friends who've been married over 20 plus years mm-hmm. and they still love each other. They still have energy. When I see them together, I'm like, that's my favorite couple. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eva and Hodge, cause that's one of my favorite couples. They love each other, they wrote a book together. It's a whole thing and yeah. they're business owners. So when it comes to people who are in relationships and you are a person of importance in business, you're an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur, is that a little more difficult? Uh, I I, I think it it, it is difficult, but I'm I'm reading this book, The Way of the Superior Man, recommended for Mm -hmm. anybody that's super masculine and uh, or feminine as well, so you can learn both sides of it. But it Mm -hmm. talks about polarity and all these different things about um, 
men, masculine individuals learning how to be in flow with the feminine energy and yes. learn how to like, you know, cater to it or mm -hmm. just, just live and coexist with it. And I mm -hmm. think a lot of men really haven't learned how to um, treat or just care for the feminine energy or create a space for feminine energy yeah. because we, we want a woman to, to just be a certain way. The book compared it to feminine energy is, is like the ocean and uh, masculine energy is like the ship in the ocean because the women can be very much like here one day and then here the next day or five mm -hmm. minutes from now they mad about something and and it, it puts a lot of stuff into perspective about um how a masculine man can welcome and care yeah. for a feminine uh woman or whatever or whatever it might be a masculine person feminine person whatever yeah. your gender might be uh so yeah i think i think the entrepreneurship stuff can be a, a challenge but it's also because what's your purpose of wanting to be in love with that person is it are you looking for a business partner are you looking for mm -hmm. uh, a wife that can be a mom to your kids are you looking for a consultant are you looking for whatever yeah. it might be so i think if you understand what your purpose of being desiring to be in love with that per person is and that's your like focal point yeah. all the other things will kind of just settle into play where they're mm -hmm. supposed to be uh, and i think we, we kind of expect all of those things at the same level from that one person, mm -hmm. and that's what I read in the book uh, yesterday too. It's like you can't you can't expect your wife to be your wife, the ch the mother of your child, your business partner, your consultant, the person you have sex with and you're super intimate with. You can't expect them to be all these things at yes, this level. Yes, say it again. So it's like you have to be okay. I'm here for the the like our 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 star, our center point, our focus is yeah. family, and whatever it might be, and mm -hmm. then the rest of the things kind of like just. Just it just yeah. settles real smooth because because you're here for family and so everything goes back to family and yeah. togetherness and partnership within family, family kids something. and traveling with the kids mm -hmm. and it's like, okay if, if she wants to build a family it's like okay now we're we're we're, we're one and we're able to focus on that same mm -hmm. center uh, point and, and I think that that allows for clarity and just. Yeah smooth situation. I love that. I'm, I'm learning as I go, though. Yeah, so. I'm learning, too. <coughs> I'm learning, too, because, you know, I've been hearing a lot of people on, you know, different platforms talking about they want a woman that's traditional. They want a woman who's a go-getter. They want a woman to be home with the kids. I'm like, how's she going to do all that? We tired. Like, if you work, if a woman <coughs> has worked an eight-hour shift on her feet, because I used to work in retail in college, y'all, and it's not easy. And I come home, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. You know, you expect me to have a full course meal for you. You expect me to get the kids together, help them with their homework. You expect me to love on you all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I believe in balance, too. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people, when it comes to the entrepreneur journey, sometimes we lose a little bit of balance. And mm -hmm. I've done it multiple times where I'm just focused, focused, focused on everything. And I have this man who wants to love me. And I just don't have the capacity for it at that time. That's a big thing. I run you into know? that a lot. Yeah. I run into that a lot. I run into that a lot as well in my journey. And I'm like, how can I find a balance? And then I said, you know what? I need somebody like me. I need somebody, <laughs> I need somebody who understands this entrepreneur journey. Like, he's on his thing. And, you know, I understand he's going to be busy. And he understands I'm busy. But there has to be a balance in life in all ways. We find that synergy, and that's what keep us happy. That's what keep us joyous. Mm -hmm. That's what keep us, you know, ready to build with each other, to help us focus, and that help us work together to yeah. a common goal. So when it comes to that point of relationship,
finding that balance. So how do you find your balance? Uh, I, I feel like it's it's not even trying to find somebody like me. It's mm-hmm. more so finding somebody that's willing to invest in this relationship as much mm-hmm. as I am. You know, because you don't have to be an entrepreneur like me, but you have to understand, of course, like I'm, my business might come first yeah. a lot. But I have to, because my business comes first doesn't mean I don't have to, as an individual, say I'm going, I'm going to, intentionally make time for this relationship yeah so that takes you to be like you know i'm busy you got to understand it's like no you busy so you make time for what you want to make time for yeah. so it's like i might not go to a meeting or i might leave my calendar open i mm-hmm. might you know just spend time with you and be like oh i gotta take a call real quick but i'll be right back bounce back in so it's like how does yeah. what works best for your world with your person yeah and and i think that's where um we can find <clears throat> a lot of it, it's, it's, it, beca- it can become easier because yeah. I'm, I'm willing to get that time, you know, yeah. and I don't feel like I'm losing in my business because I feel like I'm gaining with you, mm-hmm. you know. So it's Ooh, like, that's it's, beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's super. It's like whatever. That's why this is my year of love. So I'm I'm actually intentionally investing in yeah. love, you know. And when it, with, with investing in love, it's just like investing in business. You have to take. You have to be willing to take on that risk of being hurt. Yeah. So like I have to be. I have to be willing to take on that risk of being hurt from like you know and look back like oh I did. It's not a loss. It's more like. This was a le- what lesson that I learned yeah. from this as I move forward and I start mm-hmm. to date the next person and the next person. So I I've learned that. so much about my dating style. I've learned so much about just me as an individual because mm-hmm. I've never been this aware um, in, in my dating, in a dating space ever in my life. Wow. After going through therapy, after just being stable to where I don't have to really stress and wonder, like, what am I going to do to pay my rent next month? Mm-hmm. I can re- I'm really like, cool, everything paid. I know where I'm taking my business. I have the trajectory. Yes. I'm thinking scale. So all those things are going to just flow with effortless ease. Absolutely. And I don't have to overthink and micromanage my business anymore. I don't yeah. have to be like, oh, if I want to open up venues, let me micromanage. It's like, no, nah, yeah. I know where I'm going with it. I know the next steps. But, but, but before I even get to that point where it's like millions on millions on millions on yeah. millions, who am I be with? Like, so, that's, yeah. so that's like, a, it's like I'm, at that, I'm at that, in that chapter of my life where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, who is that person going to be? And yeah. my body's changed. My, my mental has changed. Mm-hmm. My, my, my desires have just changed. And it's mm-hmm. like it, you have to really grieve the old you mm-hmm. and, and welcome the new you. Ooh. And if you don't do that, then you're going to really be stuck. Like, oh, I ain't got time for her. Or, no, nah, I'm just trying to find a hose. I'm just, you're going to yeah. be stuck. And there's a lot of people that are still stuck in that yes. because they haven't grieved. And, and it becomes a battle. It becomes an inner, internal battle. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you can be... I mean, you could be, you could go crazy. <laughs> yeah, you, you can. If you don't really like, just let that, let that go, mm-hmm. shed that, and then move on to what's next because that can also hold your career back too. Yes, it can. A lot, like, cause going to get the cat take yeah. a lot of time. It take a lot of time. time. It take and time. A lot of money. Time, <laughs> money. You could be investing that shit into your business. Now you right. invest, you invested in just getting the nut off. Yes. And it's like, how valuable is that nut to you versus exactly. like actually? having somebody that you can build with that you've you and you imagine investing oh. the, the shit that you invest in 10 different women mm-hmm. and the time and put that into one person yeah that's a lot of shit you can take some of that shit back and be like i'm gonna put this in the business exactly like, it's, it's a exactly. lot of time and, and money that, and energy yeah. that we put into that so i i don't see value in it no more mm. it's priority i like how you said grieve the old you you have to and welcome the new you i you love that line so let's talk about that a little bit more because we all go through different moments in our life where we have to grow and growing mm-hmm. pains and different experiences. Um, and you have faced a lot of adversity in your mm-hmm. life. Um, losing your grandmother, 
your mother and your father mm-hmm. um, before your 2016 graduation. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. And that can break a lot of people mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And <clears throat> you've been able to even build past that, knowing that they invested time into you. They gave you gems and tools mm-hmm. that you needed to build you as the man you are today. So how did you move past those tough times and build a career that you have now? Yeah, I think I think it comes down to, uh, in my opinion, <coughs> perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. life is all about perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think uh, the the in order to, it's like life has to be taken in order for life to be given. So yeah. I feel like when when their lives were taken, I was I was given mm-hmm. more life every time. So it's like yeah. what what and and it became a part of like my purpose and it became a thing where I can't and then also on like a just a real real shit that that is rent gonna be due next month. Yeah, they don't give. They don't care about your if, if your mom died, your cat died, your Man. dad died. They don't care. It's like, yo, pay the rent or you're gonna be out. Mm-hmm. So it was a mixture of that real life shit, and then also my mentality shift within like just understanding this is just part of life. You know, yeah. people gonna die, things gonna die, things in. Yeah, and it's like, all right, cool. So, um, but then also having something that you can attach to yeah. um, your your business, your life, and your purpose, and it adds a, a, an even deeper meaning to it like mm-hmm. if i hadn't lost my people i probably wouldn't be i i don't know but i i i stepped into a space of being really really even more who i am and just like with no holding nothing back because yeah. it's like my mom ain't telling me like hey you can't do that son like you might not want to do that so i don't have that mm-hmm. other like person that i really love and i really you know just listen to telling me to do that no more yeah. so it's more so like it's all on me and and I and I, I like it. I enjoy it. I enjoy, you know, um, having to rely on myself. I feel like I was prepared for it because I had to mature very early. Um, and I think, you know, the things that happened to me, they were, they just supposed to happen. That's just mm-hmm. how my life was set up. That's the, mm-hmm. the cards you dealt. So it's like, either you can play with them, or you can get out the game, dude. Mm-hmm. And I ain't getting out the game. No, <laughs> so it's, not yeah, out the game. life's life's a game. And um, you know, shit happens. But it, it's it's not like it's, oh yay, everybody passed away. But it's more mm-hmm. so like. Yeah, it happened, and I'm gonna use that as um, motivation. I'm gonna use that as something that can inspire other people, you know. Yeah. And I'm gonna use, I'm gonna remember what they did for me. And uh, it's like I, I look at it like a race. Yeah. You got four legs in a race, mm-hmm. you know. And then my grandma died in 2010, dad died in 2013, mom died in 2016, and now I have the baton, and I'm like running yeah. the race now. So it, it's so many different things that, that I've just perspective-wise that allowed yeah. me to just keep going and you know just push through. So. Yeah, and I'm so proud of you. And I appreciate it. Like I, I just love the way you have elevated in the places that you are going is just something beautiful to see, not just because I know you, but because you are a beautiful black man that is building something for your legacy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I believe that you have so many places to go. This is just only the beginning for you, and I believe that things are going to just take off. This is your year. It's about that time. This Shit. is your year. Yeah. My brother been struggling. <laughs> People don't sure. like the struggle. People don't like the struggle. They don't talk about that. It'd be glitz and glam, but struggle. shit, man, what? Let's talk about the struggle. When I moved to LA, my bank account hit like negative 1200. Yeah, yeah, I, I did people, that too. People don't, I ain't be, people, lie. don't <laughs> people don't be talking about that. Like, oh yeah, everything's smooth. They cute. They got seven dollars in the bank. Talk about it, bro. Talk about it. Talk about it. Like now, I had zero a couple times in the bank. Let's plenty. be clear. What? And then what the, one, one new thing I said too is your is your you you, re, you hit a new low because you're reaching a new high. You know, yeah. so so your previous high is your new floor. 
yeah. if you're going to really keep leveling up, you really going. Because people that make a million dollars lose a million dollars. All the time. And it's just like, all right, bro, like money just a tool. It's just a number on the screen. Mm-hmm. That's how the bank went bankrupt. Shit, they ain't had the yep. money to give you. It's Hello. just on the screen. So it's like, it's, it, that doesn't define who you are. If, mm-hmm. if your shit hit negative 1,200, fuck it. Show somebody like, yeah, I went through this. And that what that's going to do is inspire the true entrepreneurs and weed out the entrepreneurs. There's yes. a lot of people that's entrepreneurs that's looking at social media thinking it's all pretty and like just easy mm-hmm. walking apart. And then there, there's like the, the true entrepreneur like, damn, man, they got it all together. Like, and I'm going through this bullshit. Am I by myself? Yeah. What am I doing wrong? And I feel like if more entrepreneurs showed their true journey and what they're currently going through, yeah. you would inspire so many more people to take that leap of faith because they don't feel alone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Grow With My Ish is. So grow my just you get, know, into just get into it. <laughs> get into it. Coming soon. <laughs> um, so for me, like I've, I've experienced that where multiple times I've lost money. I've lost jobs multiple times. You know, being in corporate America and then all of a sudden, you know what? We're going to have to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Like, even during the pandemic, before the pandemic, I was working for a large Fortune 500 company and we lost our jobs. Mm. But thank God for my entrepreneur spirit. Mm-hmm. I always knew that I was going to be an entrepreneur. I was already working on my first startup as I was in corporate America. So I was already saving to leave corporate America during that time. So I had the money. Like, I was like, let me stack some paper just in case. And thank God I didn't in the pandemic. It hit. And bing then not even Bing bong. Not even <laughs> me. Like, everybody, you know, had some difficult times mm-hmm. financially. And just showing that journey. I think a lot of people, like you said, they, they don't show that journey yeah. in entrepreneurship. We like to see the glitz and glamour. We like to show the highlights mm-hmm. of our chapters in our lives. But we don't show the parts what people don't see. And that is mm. more inspiring. And that comes back to your yeah. first point of being yourself, mm. showing those parts of your life that yeah. people can be inspired from because a lot of people are dealing with that now. A lot of people are experiencing hard times. They can't pay their rent. Their car note is behind. They hiding it from the repo man. man. And they trying to get their stuff together. So what would you? what advice would you give somebody who is dealing with struggles in their life whether it's financially, whether it's family, relationships, what advice would you give them? But they are creative. They are entrepreneurs, and they're trying. Uh, I, 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 I say a lot of stuff, probably. But I, when, as you were talking, I was thinking about something else. I was thinking about how people um, lose my train. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to reel it back in. Yeah. Because I, I was, I, I was a part of like pretending. Uh, like everything is okay, and mm. and I, I don't know why people pretend like everything's okay. It, it's like more so people using the, the 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 lack mentality. So for example, when everybody was able to get free money from like the government, mm. it's like the more that you continue to pour energy into an easy come up or finessing the system or trying to get a get around get around something, mm-hmm. the longer you're going to be stuck in that rat race. So I think I would always encourage people to do it the right way, you know? Yeah. You know, go through the struggle. Um, don't try to finesse. Don't try to find an easy way out. Just go through it because that that builds character. And, and you got to really, you got to, and then also understanding it's not about, it's not about like the end goal. Like it's, it's have a, have a, have an end goal and, and be flexible on the details, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking like the everyday, be present, be in the now. When you think about Eckhart Tolle and, and um, and just people talking about spirituality and just really understanding that all we have is now. Yeah. And, and, and you can't, the, the more that you try to leave the present moment and try to plan for the future or 
think of think on the past, mm-hmm. the less you're able to live. So I think more yeah. people need to just really live in the present moment, feel what they got to feel, mm-hmm. and then just just plan. And then also going back to the number in your bank account don't mean shit. Yeah. The, the debt don't mean shit. It's like how much debt is American? It's like Come on we, don't, now. we don't even we don't. So it's like we have this. I mean, we've been taught to think that oh, credit cards are bad, debt's bad, this is yeah. bad, and it's like. Oh, if you if you miss this, your credit gonna drop and you're gonna be fucked. And it's like, yeah. nah, like it's cool. Like all that shit was just created. Like yeah. if you're just a good, genuine person and you're always going after your, you're always walking in your purpose, mm-hmm. you're gonna be good regardless of if you got twenty dollars in the bank. Regardless if your credit score is five hundred, my credit score dropped a lot during COVID, yeah. but it can always be fixed. Always, always guys. be fixed. My shit jumped. 20 more points when I woke up yesterday. I'm like, damn, this shit really about to hit 800. Like, what's, Mine would have like 36. This shit crazy. <laughs> but if I had of like let the moments when it was like yeah. down make me down mm-hmm. and make me think this is who I am forever, yeah. it's like I wouldn't be able to get to the 800 eventually yes. because I'm still, I'm, I'm so stuck in my current situation. I always say Absolutely. your current situation isn't your final destination. Ooh. And I guess I, I am with that. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know what, when it comes to life, we have so many different chapters in life. Mm-hmm. It's like a roller coaster. It's going to be up, it's going to be down. But those tough moments really make you and yeah. they teach you those lessons that you need to learn. So when the next time something happens, because life is not easy, we all know that. Mm-hmm. So when the next time come around, you already equipped with the tools to make it through it. And that is something that I hold on to every day at different moments in my life. And I share that with people. And when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's up and down. It's not going to always be rainbows and moons and stars, yeah. y'all. Because the problems don't disappear. They, they just they get, they get bigger and you learn how to deal with them better. You know, because yeah. right now we, you might have thousand dollar problems, but one day you're gonna have a million dollar problems, exactly. and it's like more you know, money, more problems. yeah, and they just they just become bigger, and you just yeah. you, you're not worried about a car note no more. You're worried about a fucking warehouse lease. You know, right. it's like it's a whole different type yeah. of stress or worry. Like, mm-hmm. and then and then you become not numb to worry and stress, but you become like you enjoy the 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 uncomfortableness. Like you yeah. have, you start to get used to being uncomfortable. Yeah. And whenever things aren't uncomfortable, you try to figure out what you can get uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I go find more debt. Mm-hmm. I go find more opportunities. I go find more problems because I love solving problems. Exactly. And if you're a real entrepreneur that you, that's going to like actually build wealth, anybody you think about, they solving problems. Yep. So it's like you it's, in order to solve problems, you're going to have some problems, honey. Like yep. problems come with problems. Like it's yep. like, "Cool. I'm going to go solve these problems. You're going to think you ain't going to have no problems." <laughs> right. Hello. <laughs> that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. It's a problem, I think. It's a problem. So you got to really lean into the problems and uh, and appreciate the problems, appreciate the lessons yeah. and uh, and appreciate the preparation because yes. you don't want to come you you're you're not ready for a million dollar problem. Mm-hmm. You ain't even you ain't even accepted the thousand dollar problems. Listen, you're not ready for the bigger problems. So you'll never get the big problems. That's why we have the small problems first, so it can prepare us for the big ones. Come on. So when you have them big ones, it's 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 gonna roll off your shoulder. Trust yeah. me, yeah, I didn't. I, I exper- listen. I experienced all of it. Yeah. Y'all have no idea, I so I can't wait no to share a little bit more of my story. But yeah. I really want to close this out. And I want you to let the people know what's next for the outlet LA. What is those long term goals? What's happening next? What? But I, I ain't gonna even give them too much. Don't give them too, give too much. much. You know, just give them preview. I ain't gonna too much drip. Um, but <laughs> ownership. Yes. In in many different facets. I'm this year. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna own two things yes. that are that are big. Um, and then also the the very the, the thing I'm currently investing in is uh being one of the first 
in nightlife and hospitality to merge Web3 with uh, n- the nightlife and hospitality space. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of people merge Web3 with the, um, the, hosp- the nightlife space. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on um, a collection nice. that's going to like merge Web3 and it's going to offer like you know benefits and perks and all that. Um, but yeah, working on that, working on ownership in things, uh, working on brand partnerships, sponsorships. Um, but at the, when it's all said and done, I'll have hotels and a lot of different shit around around California and then probably like around the country. But um, I love it. But yeah, and then I'm also investing in real estate a lot now and film. Uh, that's a lot of different shit. And then and then a, a, a gym. I guess we can leave with is um, credit. You know, how do you pay your bills and just pay for your life? Uh, use debit, debit card, credit card. No, I use a credit card. Build my business credit. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that that the like life hack or the wealth approach to like just living off credit cards. I don't. All, all I use is yes. critical. I don't Leverage use debit cards. Debt. Yeah, leveraging debt. Like mm-hmm. people, people are we're we're taught to be afraid of it, and it's yeah. like I ain't carried a credit card in like two. I mean, a debit card in like two years. Mm-hmm. You know, I just all I care is credit cards, and if they can't take it, welcome. No, I'm just. <laughs> 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 but, but all I care is my um, my MX because of yeah. the li- liability that comes behind it is their money. Yeah. So if anything happens, they are gonna get that shit right back to you. Yeah. Um, it, with with Let's your talk points about to travel, your points mm-hmm. if you are gonna spend it. Anyways, like, why not spend on the credit card, get the points, um, mm-hmm. build your credit yes. at the same time? Uh, there's so many things. And if you drop it, you ain't worried about it. Fuck it. It ain't my money. You you always want to have your liquid cash accessible. Yes. And it's always going to be accessible if you only carry your credit cards. Yep. Always accessible. I ain't never using my shit. Fuck y'all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Debit cards. So we're going to leave with leveraging debt. MasterCards. Your master. You know, MasterCards. It's a whole different perspective. Your MasterCard. It's a, the master. Like, Come on now. You know what I'm saying? You know, like somebody somebody <laughs> said something about a master bedroom. Nothing like what happened in the master bedroom. I was like, ooh, that's a whole different. Ooh, even TVs, television. It's like that. so many things. People, it's like it becomes crazy. You're like, whoa, let's break this. Shit See, down. now we we don't get that deep today. But how can people find you on the silos of the inter of the silos? You're funny. You smart. You got big I'm words and smart. shit. Yeah, you smart. Um, but the Doctor Dapper, T H E D O C T O R D A P P U R, on yes. um on Instagram and all of my ads are in my bio, which y'all should have y'all's ads in your bio too. Put your business in your Hello. bio, and uh, other than that, pull up to the outlet. Yeah. Pull up to the outlet. I'm gonna be at the outlet. That's where you get plugged. Next. I'm gonna pull up next time. I'm gonna have to step out. You know don't play. When is this dropping? Cause don't play. Don't play with me. Hey, hey, hey. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Y'all heard that. Okay, but but thank you all so much for tuning in to the Keys to the Culture podcast. Follow us on all social media at the Keys to the Culture podcast and our website keystothepodcast.com and next time I see you we're going to have some people up in here who going to shake the room shaking the table and shaking the industry until next time talk to you soon bye